0: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. Hello.
2: Well
1: you will know it. Yeah, it's funny because you know there's a guy that says that at least you wrangle in the fact that I say penis so often. So we just start with the penis trifecta from me. And he also said uh, that, the, that the fat penis meme needs to die. Why? And, uh I kind of think he needs to die. I agree.
2: But, uh, wow!
1: No, I'm just kidding. I actually heard a funny thing from a user. <laughs> Rebel
2: FM keeping it real. <laughs> I heard
1: I heard a user say something to me that was pretty funny the other day, which was, uh, which was, uh leprechauns don't have balls, they have bells instead of balls. So every time a uh, leprechaun masturbates, an angel gets its wings.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's funny, because I was going to tell you that one of my t-shirt ideas for after the t-shirt that we're going to reveal sometime this week, I think, is just like, the the logo with like a pair of balls underneath it, just like two brown balls. Mm-hmm. But I can easily just make them bells, I guess.
0: Like trucker balls, yeah. And okay,
2: then only people that listen to, to this specific podcast would get the joke. Yeah. It would be compositionally sound, though. Right. Um. <laughs> so it's fun for the whole family. Mm-hmm. Balls for the whole family.
1: Uh, so, so I'm Anthony Gallegos, associated with game spy, and host of Verbal FM, along with co-hosts, Tyler Barber and Arthur Gies, as well as Area5.TV's Matt Chandranae.
2: Hello. Welcome to Rebel FM. I don't think we ever said that. I did.
1: Number (laughs) 26. And what's...
0: What's welcome in German? We were talking about German. German. Welcome (laughs) in.
2: <laughs> I just like saw this for some reason a lot of times when someone says something in German, I just like have these flashbacks of Wolfenstein 3D in my head. It's like Guten Tag. <laughs> do they and say things pow, like pow, that? Pow, pow, pow. Yeah, they do. There are tiny German voice samples. I played that back in the day, but I just don't remember voices. Did you ever at all? play Maybe you, old... didn't, you haven't had an inadequate sound card. That could have been. <laughs> Did you ever play the old 2D Castle Wolfenstein?
3: No, the yeah. side scrolling one now. Yeah. Well it wasn't it wasn't so much a side scroller it was like you moved from room to room and you had to like uh try to avoid the German guards or they would ask for your papers and like yeah. It was uh it was much more of a of a uh I don't know what you'd even call it these days. <laughs> like it was Metal much Gear less of an action game.
2: Almost like the first Metal Gear kind of?
3: Um maybe. I mean it just it didn't have a whole lot of action to it was the thing. Anyway, it was crazy. I played it on the Commodore 64.
1: Whoa. So, Tyler, what have you been playing?
0: <clears throat> I picked up Dead Space at the request of nice. a user poll. Uh, so basically what I did was like, on my Twitter. You I did was, a Twitter poll? Yeah, did a little Twitter poll, and the users voted, and it was overwhelmingly for Dead Space. So
2: Nice. What were the other options? Uh, I, it's just
0: Dead Space and Red Faction. So
2: Everyone just, is very enthusiastic for Dead Space after they buy it used. <laughs> oh
0: man, you want to. I'm glad you mentioned that. Because, uh, you know, and I kind of blame myself for this, and I feel really bad for it, so I want to come clean. I went to GameStop, and they didn't have a new copy of Dead Space. It's not surprising. But they had one used copy, and mm. so I had to buy a used copy. I wanted to buy a new one, but I couldn't. And really, what I should have done is.
2: I should have been patient. Steam.
0: Ordered it online or something, yeah. It's on Steam. But I wanted the achievements.
2: Whore yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My yeah. kind of whore
3: uh, I downloaded it on Steam And that's not the way to play that game Because the uh, it's very clearly a console port to a PC I mean, And the mouse control is not good
2: So use a controller Hmm We all have wired controllers.
3: Yeah, but I mean, like, one of the reasons why I downloaded is because, like, in in Dead Space, you have to be pretty accurate. I mean, like, you're trying Mm -hmm. to, instead of just shooting the mass of the body, you're trying to just shoot off these tentacle things. I I was thinking, man, not only will it look awesome on PC, but I'll have mouse control. And it felt like. I will totally make
2: everything my bitch.
3: Yeah, exactly. And it totally felt like it still had the the stick acceleration mapped to mouse controls and the dead zone mapped to mouse controls. It was really bizarre. But anyway. really,
0: the thing that shocked me the most about the used games was that I just sort of like stood back at the GameStop in San Francisco and looked at the Xbox section. So like all the new titles were <laughs>
1: relegated to like one shelf, and all the used stuff gets like four portion. Yeah, yeah. and yeah.
0: and not only are the used games on four shelves, but they're stacked like five row deep. Of, of a game and that's just absurd to me and mm-hmm. it, to me it speaks to GameStop not refilling their stocks just mm-hmm. saying oh you know we don't need to buy X amount of dead space because we know that that's a single player game and well
1: and because be if they it, offer yeah. you a new, a new one then you'll be less likely to buy the used one where they make a
2: giant I mean, profit margin if you had walked up with the new one they would have said you know we have this used so right they yeah. have to say that yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess this is a long, old argument that just kind of came really right in front of me right there, and I was just like, ah, this
3: blows. Well, yeah, it's the kind of thing I don't think about very much, because I don't go to GameStop that much these days, so Yeah, I almost always get things off Amazon.
0: Well, there's no really there's no really other place in the city to get games. I mean, maybe
2: yeah. true Virgin... Best Buy. No, Virgin is... Oh, Virgin Virgin of course, Stout. that's right. Virgin. So, Best it's Buy, Best Buy Best is, is pretty is much... It. Is that's right. right. Yep.
0: I always forget. It's kind of further than I
1: would... Best Buy yeah, it's travel. kind of an inconvenient place on Geary yeah. for a lot of people.
0: But so, yeah, but anyway, beginning to the game, um, I I spoke a little bit about this on the Spide briefing that I was on with you guys yesterday. <clears throat> um, just about how so far my favorite thing about the game is easily just the ship. Just the environment.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, they spent a lot far. of time making the ship look interesting and unique. It's
0: fantastic. So much so, I, I don't mind any of the backtracking. I don't mind any of that stuff. It's just, it's great. I love being in the levels, exploring, looking at every little detail. This game, I felt, it's its wholly the type of game that I like. like. You know, I really like to take my time with games. I like to just soak in everything. In it. And mm-hmm. there's so much in this game just to look at in the environment.
3: I love it when you go out into the, I think it's one of the first times when you go out into a space, a breach in space, mm-hmm. and there's that, there's like a, some water or gas, like this, like forming into little droplets, going out into going right. out. In yeah, the space. totally. Like That's some
2: amazing it, attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. And,
0: and, and it's rad. It like totally brings you back to like elementary school watching NASA videos. And be <laughs> yeah. like Oh, cool! Look, I'm putting their you know juice
3: out in spaces. So this isn't juice. It's coolant leaking or something.
0: Or or or, or, yeah. or when there's bodies floating around, it could be like blood. Yeah. You know, trickling yeah. out of their body, all wicked like.
3: Yep. Yeah. yeah. Badass shit. Good.
1: Yeah. Good. Continue.
0: I was just saying, and like. I've learned now that I uh, came across this new enemy that any sort of uh, corpse I see laying around on the ground, like I'm instantly going to decapitate or like <laughs> take off you. all their <laughs> cut
2: them to pieces, yeah, so, like everyone,
0: <laughs> and I, like run around doing that curb stomp probably more than I need to. <laughs> oh, am I
2: peeking like a motherfucker on the? Uh... Only sometimes. But yeah, the uh,
3: it's a really really good game. I'm glad you picked that up. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's a. Uh... It's funny because there's a lot of snark running through the games press and media about Dante's Inferno, hmm. and I'll admit that there I have a lot of skepticism as well. Uh-huh. But mm-hmm. Same team, the, exactly. The idea that all these people that I know like put so much work into Dead Space, like they they did a lot of work in making thing in taking inspiration from Gothic cathedrals, like they wanted to ship to look it's like true. a Gothic cathedral, and and when you went, saw sorry, go ahead. Well they I mean they went to uh to morgues and like looked at bodies like for mm. hours and hours <laughs> to do the corpses correctly and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So It's true when you see
1: Dead Space originally I know a lot of people looked at that and were like, That game looks really generic. And they were just like kinda naysayed it and then they played yeah. it and were like, Alright, it's actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And I know yeah. a lot of that same mentality's been going around about Dante's Inferno of mm-hmm. man that game looks generic mm-hmm. like it just looks like God of War blah blah mm-hmm. blah, blah. Well, yeah
2: and with Dead Space it's like oh great it's Doom meets Resident Evil <laughs> Or yeah a lot of people just thought RE4 yeah. in space
3: Dead Space was one of my favorite games of
2: last year though I mean, Dead it, it, Space is one of my favorite games of this generation yeah it, it's just that good and technically, like they worked so hard to do a game that worked on both systems so well, like it uses man. the same. Wasn't kind of... there? Uh, sorry, man, I'm interrupting like crazy. It's okay. <laughs> but you realize it and you pull it back. That is the sign <laughs> of a professional. <laughs> I'm not even being sarcastic. Tyler,
1: though, the, wasn't there like you might know because I know you were watching news and stuff today? Wasn't there something Dead Space devs like left EA or something today?
0: Yes. Yeah, two of them. two Two of the two of the senior devs on the on the team actually, and one of the. One of the real important guys that got it pushed, uh, that that was a big proponent of Dead Space from the beginning. Before any of us had ever even heard about they it, they leave too. Uh, they actually left to uh, Activision. Activision's forming a new studio
2: to work on old IP. I, uh, yeah. They left Visceral Games to work on old IP.
0: Well, I mean, you know, we don't know that.
2: I mean, no, they Activision confirmed it. Today, really,
0: today. What is what is it? Work. They haven't just said an what old IP. IP.
2: They're just saying they're working on new projects with existing with IP. existing
3: IP. What has Activision picked up
2: recently that they could be working on? It's existing Activision IP. So oh, okay. Probably something old. Something they let die. Yeah. Something old, like a revision. I Everything mean, like uh, milk every year.
0: It, <laughs> I mean, it could be promising. Uh, I don't know. I I just hope it's not another music game studio for Activision. God.
2: Whatever they. They would have to pay them obscene amounts of money to get those guys to do that game. Yeah,
1: not to mention I just I mean honestly like in the future with the way Rock Band's looking I can't see Guitar Hero having a future unless they do some serious revisions because
3: like we'll see but that's but that's what people keep saying is it, it keeps being like rock band is the best thing ever and then the next guitar hero comes along well guitar hero is totally stepping it up yeah, now the only, too
1: the only part of me that wonders about that is because rock band did that thing where supposedly you know any band that wants to like if can hire their I mean, own that's programmer that's not supposedly yeah. that that is no but I'm saying I mean supposedly like uh, we'll see I just mean whether it'll happen or not whether or not like Motley Crue will come oh. along and be like, you know what? We want our catalog and
2: rock bands. I don't give a shit about Motley Crue. It's bands, It's lesser known bands that I'd love to hear. Right. Well, yes, they, you they don't say... care about Motley Crue.
1: But I'm, I'm saying that, <laughs> man, you get, these are the type of. Well, well, no. Type.
2: Well, and Motley Crue is probably. I mean, there's already been extremely heavy rumors bordering on confirmation that there's going to be a Guitar Hero Motley Crew. Exactly,
1: but see, that's what I'm saying. That's what Guitar Hero still going for it is that they keep releasing these band ones like Aerosmith, Metallica. Mm-hmm. So if Rock Band could make it easy for people just to digitally distribute and like basically even have a higher profit margin and release whole discographies, it's like, Man, that's like where the big money could be. Like, like they mm-hmm. said, you know, I the guy was like, I'd love to have just pre-released every song. I'm like, yes. Yeah, but Guitar Hero
3: still has an install base that's way bigger than Rock Band. Like it has way name
2: recognition. Yeah.
3: yeah,
0: but let's all not forget. I mean, the disparaging news that has come out and showed a trend in the decline of music game sales, and people are comparing it to like sort of like the fad of a DDR
4: and like See, a lot of those machines. I
2: wonder if those are dollar sales or if they're co- like numbers of numbers. copies sold. And also, I mean, something that the chart didn't take into account that I saw in news stories is that there was no retail Rock Band release. Like over the last twelve months, I think mm-hmm. Rock Band Two came out last year, mm-hmm. and they haven't done anything since then.
1: Right, um, just a bunch of digital stuff, mm-hmm. which is yeah. all they really. I mean, that's their bread and butter. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs>
2: um. and doing the the Rock Band network thing is a good way to just have it become. An entrenched tool for musicians to market their stuff that'll, which will have people buy it because of that.
4: Yeah.
1: So what else have you been playing, Tyler? Or how do you like Dead Space? We never even got to that.
4: Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> we skimmed
1: over a little
0: bit. Um, I'm I'm enjoying Dead Space a lot. Uh, I've I'm finding that I'm not really freaked out. I'm not really scared by it because I I find some of the a lot of the monsters kind of silly looking.
5: <laughs> I don't
0: know. I think that's one area where. Maybe uh maybe I just don't have that sort of baggage as a child, like something didn't scare me as a
2: kid. Like or... I, I I've it's... been in your apartment, like the living room is next to this giant to a window, isn't it?
1: Yeah. No, but I, even still like, like I, it's I played Dead Dark. Space in the Dark and I didn't think Dead Space was scary. It's more like a thriller. In my opinion, right. like the same way playing R. E. five or R. E. four. Neither of those games to me are like horrific in the Mm -hmm. sense of when i watch like a traditional scary movie intense, yeah Yeah, they're just intense they make me they make me stand on edge whether or not i'm being like ah it's more just like i'm like oh my god right no go ahead
0: oh i was saying like i definitely notice my body posture when i play like i sit on my knees like closer to my television than i do for any (laughs) other game you know like like little kids (laughs) that's what i'm saying
2: (laughs) a lot of games will uh will rip off the stylings of james cameron in their in their sort of design or execution but dead space is one of the few that have managed to to take the feel of a movie like aliens and really duplicate it that's that's
1: what it is exactly aliens you watch aliens is not like a scary movie
0: Mm -hmm. but it's like it's Mm -hmm. like way too
2: suspenseful james James cameron said that his goal with aliens was to to make a terror film as opposed Mm -hmm. to a horror film like the first one
0: yeah and well to me actually dead space feels more like alien than aliens even though there are multiple i don't know it just feels a little more
2: because you're alone or yeah
0: But, uh. I agree. Yeah, but. Because eh,
2: you're a space carpenter. And, 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 you know, at first,
0: before I really got, like, the stasis power, so this is obviously very early when I was only using the guns, I kind of felt like, oh man, the combat's not really all that great. But then when you start getting the the stasis power and the little telekinesis thing, and, like, you start realizing, oh wow, like, almost anything in the environment you can pick up and shoot at enemies
3: yeah well wait until you start like upgrading your weapons and shit too because that's where the money's at
0: yeah I, and I was curious about you know how you guys approach that like so the far gun I can only have two guns herring.
2: the gun like there's an actual gun in the game that yeah. you'll find it is a red herring so, do not upgrade it yeah the only guns all I upgraded like I said you see, all those motherfuckers you see dead all over the levels they were using guns Wait, do you, like do you,
3: which one do you, like the assault rifle? Yeah, know? like
2: the actual rifle as opposed yeah, they, uh, to... Yeah, that's
3: a That thing. JFresh upgraded that quite a bit. Um, so did I and, I. and he loved it. I did not. That, <laughs> yeah, that was like my last-ditch weapon. But
1: yeah. honestly, all you need is your pistol and your line gun. Like, that's really it. And then that and upgrade yeah. your suit. Yeah, that's oh, all okay. I have but so But actually, far. you know, the reason I think it reminds me of Alien more than Aliens is actually because it reminds me of the design. Of the ship from just, Alien, yeah. Even the lot. architecture of the ship shows a lot of similarities because those ships were very gothic in a way too. Yeah. The way that they were designed. I mean, if, it was uh,
2: basically a city on balls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
0: and the great thing, I mean, j- just getting back to the design of the ship, is like as big as the ship is. I feel like there's no two sections that look the same, and yet none of it feels disjointed. They do and a really good job
1: you with know? that. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, the only parts that look the same are ways. like the totally. the subway stations. Those all look the same.
0: Right, and right. understandably so, so like yes. they
1: would.
2: I almost wish you could do a game club on Dead Space, but it's just right. too soon and everyone has played it already. Yeah, and there's so many <laughs> other
1: games that are deserving before that mm-hmm. in the scheme of things. Uh and ones that we all haven't played. So True. So I played Left 4 Dead 2. That was the game that I couldn't talk about last time. That's awesome. I played that at E3. Yeah, so I got to finish the campaign that everyone played at E3. Cool. And the the end of that campaign is the awesome part with the bridge.
0: It, at E3, they only went halfway through the campaign. They only right? played
1: like, the first two, I think, or something yeah. like that. I think it that. was three. And I but, think that's yeah. what's
2: going to be at Comic-Con as well. Uh,
1: Probably. At, at Comic-Con, they're also letting people play the swamp. But only like, nice. a part of the swamp. Which I also played the whole thing of as well. Um, Red. The Comic-Con, they told me that the swamp is the only one that starts at night. And it does kind of start at night, but it starts more at like... Like when you wake up at four in the morning, and it's like night, but it's like transitioning to day. Great on. Mm-hmm. So it's mostly dark just because the the Everglade trees block out most of the light. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, Arthur's right. That's a game that he was telling me that looked bad in screenshots, but great in motion. And it's true. Like it, like the source engine kind of sometimes looks like the screens look like crap when you see them. Just as it like looks a, like
2: a five year old game. But yeah, when you see it in motion mm-hmm.
1: especially it looks it looks
3: great even still.
2: Well this is so the smooth. most
3: updated version of the source engine we have yet to see.
2: So there's, there's still some awful screenshots. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's
1: the thing is yeah the the screens can got awful but if you look at the video like which we have on GameSpy like the video of it wasn't me playing it's one of the Valve guys there were four computers and they didn't capture off mine. Even though there, the, probably there was a player car. in
0: one of the videos named Anthony. Like, yeah, that was me. Is, oh, that was you? That no. was me. So but the one they were capturing from.
1: Was not okay. me, yeah. But you could see me running around <laughs> doing things. Yeah, it was me and IGN's Jason Ocampo and then Chet that works for Valve and then one other guy whose name I can't remember. But if you watch that video, like the, there's like a badass part in that parish, which is the level you played at uh, at at uh, E3. And mm-hmm. there's like a part where they where you enter into this area and it's it's full of nothing but cars with alarms in it. And, and there's, like, a bunch of zombies. <laughs> so as you come up... Like, and just before that, there's a shotgun that it's there and you're not supposed to take, even though it's there, because people will be encouraged to take it. And, but, yeah, like, and it'll scatter and hit a car so right. easy. Yeah. So the whole point is that you have to let zombies run to you and then, like, shoot them on their legs when they're, like, two feet from you, because otherwise they'll <laughs> set a car alarm off.
2: <laughs> or beat them to death with a frying pan. Well, setting, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a, setting a
1: car alarm... uh But if you hit a car with a frying pan, it sets a car alarm off, too. So... uh And it's like a... Yeah, the bad thing is is that it isn't like you set off one car alarm and then it's okay. You've called all the zombies. Each successive car alarm that gets set off if the shit goes thick sends another wave of zombies.
4: Jesus. (laughs) So like, yeah,
1: it would be like someone would set off the car alarm and then someone would just start spraying wildly and they would summon... Basically, it's like the first car alarm would bring like 20... So now you've set off five more, it's like now you have to fight like a hundred. It's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's basically a quick ticket to death if yeah. you guys fuck it up. Okay,
2: let me play the part of annoying internet kid here for a second. This is not my opinion. What's the big deal? Why is this Left for Dead 2 instead of expansion or DLC sold for Left for Dead? Like, what have you played so far that justifies this as its own retail game? I
1: don't know, uh, f- five... Five new campaigns and the engine's completely redone. So I don't know. How, I don't know that they could redo the engine like that on the 360 version. I don't know. Could they? I I don't know that they could bring a disc that would change the engine of the game. Um, I mean, they could they've new done AI
2: routines.
1: So I don't. They couldn't. That's the other thing is the, re- the re- They're crea- cre- cre- like the in-
3: <laughs> revamped. Yeah, that the revamped a
1: <laughs> the revamped AI director. You know, he's like totally different. Like these are all things that I don't know that could just be patched in. Like, I think they might be a little too intense for a patch. It would be my guess. I didn't actually pose that question to them.
2: I mean, you can patch almost anything in the PC version. Since right, it's... I'm just saying the 360 right. version, which yeah. is also a
1: large install base. I mean, like, you know, the things like uh, new weapons, new medic packs, new pills. Like, yeah, those are patchable things. I, um,
2: I saw that uh, adrenaline is, yeah. is in there. Does that take the place of pills?
1: Yeah, it takes the place of pills. And the way it works is that when you stab yourself with adrenaline, you can run through zombies... And you'll still take damage, but they can't. They don't. By punching them, doesn't slow you down.
2: And cool. Can they slow you down? Can they stop you? What? Like running into zombies, like when they hit you, you stick. In yeah, no, and that doesn't happen saying, at all like with the, the adrenaline. The
3: adrenaline like you push them out of your way. Um,
2: yeah, and then you can also carry an ammo pack instead of a health pack.
1: Yeah. So that's, that's like cool. for people like that like to take the assault rifle. Mm-hmm. And if you run up on one of those and you don't have a med pack, you're like, I might as well take this, and then you can patch. Basically, mm-hmm. ammo onto someone or yourself. Cool. So.
3: Now, the 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 thing about like should they release uh, Left for Dead Two debate. The thing about that that I understand is that it feels like Left for Dead should have had more levels and some more content released for it. You know, it it should have been a more fully supported product with DLC. But I don't begrudge the idea of Left for Dead Two. Because it does seem like a big enough upgrade to warrant the purchase of a whole new game. I just wish they had. I just wish that they had offered more and extended more with the original Left 4 Dead.
1: Yeah, I mean, I could have played the original Left 4 Dead with like two new campaign maps for another year before ever seeing the stuff that's in Left 4 Dead 2. Yeah, but.
0: But they did release, you know, like the new mode. Right. Well,
1: that was one of the things. I mean, these are all things that the internet kids, of course, will justifiably argue that. That new mode, along with a bunch of other stuff, was promised. These were all things that were said would come out for Left 4 Dead 1 by Valve originally. Yeah. Because
2: they just couldn't get them done in time to re- to release the game yeah. last year. So. But I don't know. I mean, again, I, I just feel like all these people are entitled little brats.
1: The thing is, is having played <laughs> the two campaigns I've played, and seen like the new Infected I've seen, and the fact that there are three more full campaigns, and like these campaigns, in my opinion take longer than the other campaigns
2: and it seems doesn't look to. like they reuse any assets virtually at no. all no I mean it's a com- it's dead. completely new environments I mean, and, I, and right. I feel
3: like um, to, to put a little bit of perspective on this uh, I think about the way you know the jump from quake one to Quake 2 for example or you know the um, take any take any series of yesteryear you know we're talking you know eight to ten years ago anytime there was a, if there was a sequel, that was as big as an update from Left for Dead 1, as Left for Dead Two is to Left for Dead One. There'd be no question; people would be like, "Yeah, here's the sequel. It's awesome. Holy crap! How did they get this out in like a year? This is the best thing ever." The the DLC equation has totally changed that argument in people's minds, and uh, I don't necessarily think that it's justified yeah. to yeah, call Valve like,
2: out. Everyone complains that Valve doesn't release games fast enough. Right. <laughs> That's actually <laughs>
1: words that came out of their mouth. Yeah, and they're like, "We've put out." Four games in the last five years, or something, is what they said, and they're like, that is, yeah. which I'm is actually
2: press. not that slouchy, all things considered. I mean, for for a studio to release that many games like on that cycle is not terrible.
3: No, it's, it's not. just it's great. A actually. lot
2: of them are episodes and not actual full games. <laughs> well, the and the
1: episodes are still
2: pretty are weird. like three or four hours of content as opposed to the fourteen to fifteen hour ride that is Half Life Two. I'm just saying that at points feels like longer.
1: That's not counting those, though. That's saying that they've released, in the last five years, they've released... Half-Life 2? Two. Half-Life 2, Team Fortress 2, and then and then, uh, Left 4 Dead 1, 2, and Portal. They've, that's five games. So, that's the thing.
2: I feel like port, counting Portal is as a full release is a little disingenuous, too.
1: Well, it released separately on it PC. It's still a full game. Whether or not you consider it a full retail release, okay, but I'm saying it is a game on its own not related to anything.
3: And it's also it's also when you look at the way that Valve works and their system of development, not that I'm privy to their internal workings or anything like that, but the whole idea of the Cabal system seems to be a kind of system that while it can produce better games, it seems to me that it would take longer to produce said better games because you don't have a rigid development process for every single game, for every single title and you don't know exactly who's going to be working on everything going forward and, uh, you know, I I don't begrudge them that at all either
1: Yeah, I mean, the uh, five games in in like that much time and the fact that they're also running Steam it's pretty impressive True. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I think so. like what, you know, what you guys were talking about earlier is how this game sort of looks bad in screenshots is, you know, the layperson at home, you know, the kid who's a Left 4 Dead fan looks at the screenshots and to him it looks no different than what he played and, you know, so they, they feel justified in their argument in that way. At this you point know?
2: though I don't feel like he is because there's just so, like, we are at the point where video is a pretty much ubiquitous asset. It's not like only IGN mm-hmm. insiders get to see really full like, length. Yeah, yeah video but even like a, even like YouTube, titles.
0: you know, a YouTube video is, would probably be. It's just sort of like those muddy screenshots in motion.
1: I, well, let me just—I have seen it, and when it's running, it looks ridiculously yeah, good. It looks and really good. It's not even optimized yet either. Like,
3: did you play on three sixty or PC? No, I played on PCs for sure. The the PC version is definitely superior. Like the when maybe when,
2: technically, but I feel like experientially, I still enjoy it more on Xbox.
3: I was speaking technically. Okay. That was not a gunshot. Yeah, it was too quiet.
2: <laughs> we have our front door open for some reason while we're recording this podcast. That's
1: yeah,
3: mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> yeah. um, all, be just in case there are gunshots.
1: Yeah. Uh, so
2: and so you had fun, I take it.
1: Yeah, it was great. Awesome. I mean, that game is going to be, I will buy it for sure. Like, and, mm-hmm. and I won't mind paying $60 for
2: it. What about 110 what?
1: For, <laughs> buy the four pack?
2: No, oh. buying it on two platforms. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Well, I have Steam
1: press count, so I'll only be buying Mother it on one. Fucker. <laughs>
2: so. Didn't
0: they do that with the first Left 4 Dead? Like, release a f- uh, four pack? Yes. You just... But
2: it wasn't that discounted. Oh, it
1: wasn't ridiculous. They're
2: so <laughs> just like, buy this and then gift it to three. Yeah, dollars I mean, to I, I think one play. of the letters that f-
1: <laughs> we're supposed to read later on is about buying it, like, crazy special editions and stuff, and that's not me. I mean, it's never been me. Like, the only time I've ever bought in special editions was. It is occasionally. In hopes of getting things early. And if I'm going to buy a special edition, I might buy the $10 more special edition. Mm -hmm. But I can never bring myself to spend like $130 on a game. I bought a Um, couple. Whoa. Matt just ate his microphone. (laughs) I did. I like kicked it into my (laughs) own mouth. That was very interesting. Maybe a Silent Hill special edition that was like really good. That's like one franchise that could push me to some serious whoredom. Or, uh.
2: Like, there's like a statue of Pyramid Head raping a nurse. Or or like, uh. All over that. (laughs) <laughs>
1: like maybe I'm trying to think there's got to be a couple games like I don't know for me Mainly, know. if there's a documentary included
0: you know I'll, I'll throw down 10 20 more bucks for a making of behind the scenes but then I learned from that and just sort of stopped doing that because they're kind of usually crappy this is all a conversation yeah. that
2: we can have at the the third segment when we read this letter I guess well even if i saying if we do read it
1: but I just wanted to take a second and say, fuck that Call of Duty special. You know what?
2: My impulse was like, that is too far. But then I thought about it, and I have a Master Chief helmet in my closet.
1: I know, but it's just like, who wants the shittiest pair of, like, night vision goggles of all time? So, because there's no way those are good, man. Real night vision goggles cost so much money.
3: Well, so. the ones the military use, yeah. But, like, Ryan went on uh, uh, Amazon and was when this announcement was made, and was looking at night vision goggles that are out there like for hunters and stuff like that and they're all around like the 35 to 50 dollar price range
2: oh man so if you wanted
1: to go my to dad my, some the air. hunting catalogs my dad has at his house they're all like 400 dollars. that one's <laughs> it's like that now granted that's like an nra spot. those are like
2: the airplane store magazines <laughs> so <laughs> the, air, the air sky mall is that it is? yes
1: yeah i always read
3: sky mall when i'm in planes man what was your What was your other option again, Tyler? For a game that you were going to go for, Red Faction. Red Faction. Yeah, that'll definitely be worth it. That should definitely, as soon as you're done with Dead Space, I, you should absolutely started pick that, that game up.
0: Yeah. Well, actually, like I have a, a listener emailed me and um, and sort of planned out my next game already. He was he was selling me on a Sins of a Solar Empire, actually.
1: Oh yeah, I should uh, let you borrow
2: that or a, buy it
0: or Dawn of War. I think Dawn of yeah. War two. Dawn of, is, War, Dawn of you War, He was Excellent. telling me one of those.
2: I should and do you know one know of Dawn those of War two has Tyler achievements. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go, it's 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 Windows Live. So you and know, it you shows should... up like you'll show up on my friends list saying. <laughs>
1: <playing Dawn> of... <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is, that you'd probably like Dawn of War because it's a lot like Company Heroes, but like I said, with like
2: simplified with loot three
1: units. So now you're moving around three units. And I can I do to,
0: some multiplayer? It, yes, there's
1: there's co op, but it's like really. The co op's not very good because the co op's like you just split the units on the field. Mm-hmm. No, Skirmishes, though, were fun. Skirmishes are okay. I it, haven't it, played Dawn of War yet. <gasps> so. I know. Shame. Dawn of War is a great game, though. The single player's got like RPG elements
2: to it. And, and it's fucking long.
1: It's fucking long if you do all the side missions, but a lot of the side missions really you can boil down to like three formulas.
2: But, they're but fun. I still do. I mean, there's like a good 20 hours worth of single player in that game. Yeah. Cool. And how long yeah.
0: is Dead Space? Would you say?
2: Uh, probably about 15-16 hours. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, I don't know. here, here here's action. Gorilla here's is about a... sixteen to twenty hours, depending mm-hmm. on the difficulty you're playing on. Huh?
0: Here's the Arthur measure. Like any time he says it takes to complete a game, go ahead and like add like four or five. That's how long it'll no. take me. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. just saying that I'm slow through games. Like well, I always man. have to add.
3: Yeah, but I mean, like it. You know, like on uh, well, what difficulty are you playing Dead Space on? Ah, just normal. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah.
2: Like have any guys, uh, have you guys played Splosion Man? I was about to say, Anthony, tell us about Splosion Man. That game is awesome. Have you played it, Matt? Yeah, we
3: covered it on the the show that went up uh, yesterday. Oh, yeah. I did not know that.
2: Someone yeah. sounds like an asshole.
3: <laughs> no, he doesn't. I didn't. I I wasn't
1: on that one. So and I didn't. Get...
2: <laughs> oh, you only know what's on when you're. <laughs> no, I mean I
1: didn't get the
3: email about that because I don't I ever don't, sing it. I in don't an email. listen to every Rebel FM. I don't feel bad.
2: <gasps> oh. Yeah. So, uh, the link to Area Five is coming off the site. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Shit. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, we play.
3: we uh, we didn't have we had access to I think like half a dozen levels or something like that. Uh, that okay. It? We didn't play the whole thing.
1: Explosion Man. Yeah, I'm about like 30 levels in at this point, and that's cool. Are you want is...
2: which section are you on? Still two? or you? Yeah, it's three? two at this
1: point because basically there's three sections, and I think they're like 16 levels a piece. Um. And that game is gets like it starts off, and you're like the first levels are like, "Oh, this mm-hmm. is a cool mechanic. The later levels is like the world's most punitive like <laughs> rhythm game of all time. Well, that's
3: what we had is we had uh um we had levels from various points throughout the game, and like yeah, the harder ones were hard.
2: Were there any points where you had to hug a fat man, yes. And whenever you hug, whenever you hug the fat
1: man, does a you, donut you, song. Yeah, you sh- usually you're only having for so short that you don't know it. But if you just leave it on, it's like a three minute song. <laughs> Everybody loves donuts, you know I do. Ooh, ooh. It's like this great
5: song.
0: That sounds so yeah. You, donuts. You were donuts. You were, you were, you were chatting about
4: donuts, that donut name. Donuts.
0: Donuts.
5: How does the
0: guitar part go?
1: It's it's a, it's like a it's a.
0: You said it's like a ukulele.
1: It's, almost, it's right. a ukulele. It almost like a ukulele. Yeah, it is a ukulele, and it has like a Jack Johnson style sort of rhythm to it.
3: So, and, so, and I love the like Explosion Man himself. He has uh, I think three or four different run animations that he are is all amazing. Fucking
2: or
1: sometimes when you like hit a barrel and you blow him up and he goes flying through the air, he'll either like do something where he'll just like place sp- like spread eagle. Or sometimes he'll do, like, a flying kick
2: and make, like, kung fu noises. He'll, he'll be mm-hmm. like Elvis doing kung, karate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or he'll just, as he's running, like, he'll put his arms out and do an airplane.
1: <laughs> it's so cool. And and sometimes there are little animations that are level-specific that are so hilarious. Like, there's this one where I ran up on the scientist, and it switched to, like, like over-the-shoulder camera, and I was no longer in control. And as I ran up on him normally, whereas I would have blown him up, he grabbed him and... Or no, he shoved him through a pane of glass and they were falling through all this glass together and to brace himself for the fall on the bottom he grabs the guy and hugs him so that he lands on top of them when he, they fall <laughs> together.
4: <laughs> Stuff like that. Just so...
2: Talk about the cake.
1: Yeah, or yeah, have oh, you found yeah. cake? Yeah. Every time you find cake, it's like a special hidden thing and he it like slows down time and he goes, eat
2: cake! <laughs> <laughs> he is the most spastic video game character I've seen probably since like Earthworm Jim.
3: Yeah, but Earthworm with symbasticness. How do you I don't even know what that word would be. Um I never really it never really amused me or I don't know. I I never really it never really caught on with me at all, but explosion man is.
1: Splosion great. man's great because the levels are so quick to like uh, the part times which are impossible to get always like two or three minutes a level, but for mm-hmm. me most levels never take me more than five, six minutes. Like I mean it's a way you can just play it real quick, and it saves after every level, so you're good to go. And the puzzles vary a lot, too. Like, it, they'll introduce a new mechanic, but it isn't like all of a sudden you're, like, sitting here trying to figure out, like, it just makes sense. You just kind of click with the way it works. Well, because you guess. can
3: only do one thing. You can explode.
1: Right, explode move. But I'm just saying, like, whether it's, like, you understand that this type of barrel will blow you straight up, or oh, this right. type of barrel throws you through the air really far. Or...
2: Mm-hmm. or that corridor you don't have to go down will probably have cake. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: it's a pretty I don't know how much it is cuz I've been playing it's it on internet.
2: Like, yeah. I don't know if
1: it's, Yeah, I don't know if it's a hmm. 1200 point game or if it's an 800 point game. 1200 points I'd be a little uh... Yeah. But, uh, 800 points, I'd get... Is it, fun.
2: it's a... Again, is it a 360 exclusive? Did I don't know it's I think
3: sure it's, a, it's
0: part of their Days of Summer. Yeah,
2: so is Turtles that's in true. Time. And so is Battlefield.
3: Yeah. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it is an
2: exclusive, actually. Uh, Splosure Man is 800 points.
3: And it probably is exclusive, because it's made by
1: the same people who made the Maw. And it they is. had
0: it in the Xbox booth.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so that, that, that that's a... Uh, that, you know, that team has been... Batten pretty well so far yeah, I didn't kidding. play them all, but what I saw of it it looked really cool, and that was another game that had a lot of personality yeah. to it, so, mm-hmm. yeah. so it's not so surprising that Explosion Man would be the same way mm mm-hmm. but uh I think that that pretty much taps me out for games I've been playing because I've also been playing Phoenix right, but that's just because I picked it up for the first time in a long time mm. so
3: word up Matt oh uh my turn i finished <laughs> um, I finished broken sword for the DS. Because loves me some adventure games, and part two is on good old games. Just so you know, is it really? Yep. Wow, that's cool. Okay, I should try to pick that up then, because I didn't even know there was a part two. <laughs> yeah, apparently there is, and it's backwards compatible. So. Wow, nice. Yeah, the uh, um, it, that game started out a lot better than it ended. I mean, like it was a, it was a pretty decent experience all throughout, but I thought it was going to be an amazing game, and it turned out to just be a good game. Yeah, I think I just liked it a lot more because it was like a true
1: point-and-click for the DS.
3: Yeah, it really is. And it worked really well. Yeah, it does. But I was was disappointed that you you start out with what I think is a much better character, which is Nico, the French reporter. Yes. And then like a quarter of the way through, you switch to this dorky American tourist. And you never go back. And you never go back to Nico. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, well maybe I'm going to be doing this simultaneous story thing where I'm switching between the two main characters. But no, you just stay with the American tourist throughout the rest of the thing. And Nico, who is the much better character, is just sitting in her apartment waiting for you to come back and report on your adventures every time you go out and do something.
1: One thing I will say about that game, though, is that the animations I did confirm were done by the guy who who did watch so.
2: Really, Dave Gibbons? Yeah,
1: really. Like the animations for the DS one, like the I thought they, I thought when they they're were, moving, the right, moving animations. Uh,
3: really, I thought they were. I thought it was a. They said like, oh, well. Now that I think about it, when I saw it in the credits, it said two D art, and it gave a woman's name. Yeah, but
1: it did, it's it's it did the say ones say for like when they do like the top screen of their faces moving,
3: right? So Got the that. character
4: art. Yeah.
3: Right. So. So anyway, I like broken sword i i liked it and i would recommend it to people but i'm not necessarily it's probably the kind of thing where i would say like game fly it you know. the game has like the worst box art of all
1: time too it does like it's if terrible. i saw that in the store i'd never guessed that this was an adventure game it's yeah. just like a cross broken sword okay yeah it's awful
3: and you know i found the whole like knight templars conspiracy thing to, to kind of start out well but then it really ended with a whimper i thought so that was too bad. But
1: yeah, I don't know if the second one redeems it. It's probably yeah. like $5
3: on God. Good old games, yeah, probably. Yeah, that would be... So. It would definitely be worth $5. And I've been... Uh, I beat Monkey Island. I downloaded the special edition. I've, only, I've gotten a little bit into it. What, yeah. what, what do you think of it? The... Uh, uh, well, I, I played it probably, I don't know, 10 times or so in the 80s. <laughs> you know, like over and over and over again. And it was funny because like I can remember... I could always remember little bits of it and I downloaded it and I started playing it and like it all started coming back and I, like, I blew through most of the game I was like, oh yeah, I remember now I gotta go do this and this and this and it like it really it really was a, a nice experience in that regard because I didn't experience any of that old school adventure game frustration of what do I do now because it was all coming back to me and uh, I still really enjoy the that game and there's a hint in system game.
1: in the game though now there well. is a hint system Which and is I nice. did
3: use that a couple times actually um, and it's a good hidden system too. It's like it's a really good one.
1: Yeah, like it doesn't give it away right off the bat. It right. gives you like it gets more and more specific of if clue. you need yeah. it.
3: Yeah, yeah. And so I did. The, uh, so I like I played through that whole game, and I really enjoyed the experience. I love the idea of the the sword battles are still the best thing ever. Insult sword fighting. <laughs> yeah, Insult sword fighting.
1: Yeah. The, the one thing uh, Ryan didn't like about it, uh, Ryan Scott, was mm-hmm. that uh, was that he thought it was kind of. He didn't like the fact that you couldn't skip through dialogue. You can, I agree, though. No, you can't. No, you whole can't. Why
2: to skip past? Dialogue. No,
1: you can't. You can't. The person that said that on our comments is wrong. You cannot so. skip the dialogue. In fact, it says you can skip, you can skip cut whole, scenes. You can skip whole sections of dialogue, but you can't
3: skip lines. Like you yeah. have to listen to. Oh, every you bit can't of
2: advance dialogue. dialogue. Yes. Right. Okay,
3: That's which is awful. Which is fortunately not a mistake they made in. Tales from Monkey Island, which I also downloaded and started playing, and it's it's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense that it's pretty good, but yeah, I'm I'm really liking it so far, and I'm I'm hoping that it has like multiple episodes. I'm I'm hoping it has a long lifespan like the Sam and Maxes did. You know, I think didn't they do like a
2: pre-order thing? Well, for right, five. but he's saying,
3: he's saying like, Beyond Even 5
1: or something like oh, that. Okay. Like, Sam Max has gone multiple seasons. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when I talked to the people at that company, Telltale, <laughs> they said, uh, you know, they're going to keep doing that. They'd like to keep doing other ones, like Sam Max, and then they said the ideal company thing would be that, like, within two years, they would be putting out one game a week. Of, wow. Like, so an episode of Sam and Max this week, an episode of Monkey Island the next week, episode of this the following week. That's so hardcore.
2: I mean, they're, <laughs> uh, if anyone can do it, I guess it would be them. They're the only yeah. people that have really gotten the episodic Right. that Well, that would down. not be with
1: yeah. this. I'm sure that would not be with the same size company they are now. Yeah. That it'd be well, like if the if they were selling well enough right. that they could... I just
2: had to figure that there would be some kind of consumer fatigue if they're releasing that much product because so much of the stuff they release caters to the same audience. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, if they did it if they did it seasonally like a television show as opposed to like constantly then maybe maybe they can assuage some of that consumer fatigue because I agree like I, I would get tired with it and I I would lose track like I would not play for two or three months and I'd have so much stuff backed up I, mean, I probably wouldn't do to it
1: to be fair I mean the games are each episode is only like two or three hours long it's most. true
3: and they are so, yeah. and they are pretty simple I mean like the reason why they can get it done is because they're gra- because the, uh, the the worlds and the characters they're very super stylized but they're very low polygon. Yeah, and they so, reuse a lot of it. And they reuse a lot of it, so they're they're able to they're able to they do good work with the assets that they build for themselves.
1: But if people out there would ever want to see uh, remakes of the original Simon Max, Day of the Tentacle, Full Throttle, I really do think that how this Monkey Island remake sells is going to determine
3: yeah a a big factor in that so I was a little disappointed with some of the special edition artwork like some of it was just kind of bad
1: I guess but it, it, the environments are still like when you switch back and forth mm-hmm. like it is pretty impressive that someone went in there and
3: handed all that art for every section I totally totally agree. Saw an
2: animation like that wasn't that great
3: oh well, that's because it had to match frame to frame the existing animation from the old school monkey island I mean that kind of wasn't the fault of the artist, yeah no I'm, I'm just not... saying that like the if you take a still shot from a lot of these things and like look at it, it, would say that's just badly done. Tim
1: Schafer did a lot of the writing on this. If that <laughs> sways anybody,
3: he did. This is
2: back in the day when he worked for Lucas Arts when it's, he was honing his craft. It's so. funny
3: to it's funny to like see references and from from that time period like pop culture references in the writing, and some of the writing also reminds me of the kind of humor
2: that gamer techie nerds would have had back then too. There a lot of there I recognize voices from Psychonauts as you were playing.
1: Uh, maybe I mean the big thing was that they they pulled voice acting from the later Lucas Monkey Island games and actually brought those people over. Like they they did <laughs> really they.
3: I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: like when I when I was at the the Telltale thing at E3 with Ryan. Ryan of course knows all those fucking people by name yeah. So he was like is Dominic blah 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 Returning to be Guybrush3put And they were like yes <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you know, And you could tell they were like Fuck man this guy's asking these questions like no one else asked <laughs> So They literally brought back everyone to, that's so cool. to do the voice acting So
2: So what else have you been playing Matt?
3: Uh, that's mostly it Except the stuff Republic Commando for Game Club Fuck. But we will talk about that in Commando. detail
2: I, I guess it's down to me. So... Uh, yep. I finished Ghostbusters. And unfortunately, it did what I was hoping it wouldn't do, which is sort of fall apart narratively near the end and feel like it got parts cut out. Bomber. Um,
0: do you think it could still make a good movie? <laughs> the the
2: story? story, like, the the premise and, like, the movement of the characters and all that could make a decent movie, but I mean... First of all, it's hard to tell, because then they take the story that was written by people who do that for a living that are good at it, and then they put it in the hands of a studio that I don't think was up to the task. Hmm. And so it gets butchered, both presentationally and there are parts of like, well, there's all this script for a level that we just don't have the time or money to do, or like we can't get this bug fixed, so it's just going to have to go. So
3: Sometimes I think that game developers when they're taking on a project of that scope and scale they need to start with the beginning and the ending and get those super polished and then if they have to drop something they can drop something in the middle because sometimes need to have it-
2: somebody in the room whose name tag says gravity that like slaps them on the hand <laughs> when they're like prototyping a game saying no there's not enough time for that that will fail and you know it will fail and that's going to fuck over the story or all this presentation it's just writing is such a small part of games like mm. in the execution that, that that's the thing that goes like when I was talking to the guys from Neversoft they talked about how that was the big problem with the story in Gun is that there was a ton of stuff that got cut out yeah um, so Ghostbusters um, more Battlefield now that it's working a little better I played entirely too much Battlefield this weekend and hurt myself. I still wish
3: the uh had you hurt yourself.
2: I don't know. My my uh, index finger and like down like the muscle in my arm toward my elbow. Arthur was holds to hurt. the controller oh, kinda weird. Never to be damaged. fair.
1: Like if you ever watch him, he has a very particular I do. way of holding the controller. I have controller. like this
2: claw like grip where I will often pull the trigger with my middle finger and have my mm-hmm. index finger that sort of dances across the face.
1: Yeah, Arthur mm-hmm. uses his pointer finger for touching the face buttons, like that blows my mind. Wow.
2: I don't have to take my f- thumbs off the sticks. Doesn't <laughs> he? No, I won't even tell that joke.
1: you going to try to oh. wrap your head around that one, Tyler? <laughs> you know, when I brought Tyler into the office the other day, yesterday, uh, Ryan was there, and Ryan was like, I want to make Tyler play a PC game so I can just watch him try and use WASD in a mouse. Like <laughs> <laughs> foreign device. <laughs> I'd go in like those guys
0: who had never had a Whopper before. I told him, I was like, it's not like Tyler's, like, computer disabled or something. Yeah.
3: Like, he just sit there and be like... Ah.
2: So. It's not dyslexia. He's just, like, wasp. Um, I also... Going, like, sort of segueing a little bit into our topic for the next segment, I went back to my shelf for stuff that I haven't played as much, because... We've sort of exhausted new releases at this point, at least for the next few weeks. You have. I haven't had time. Yeah, I mean, there's some... I I have a a fair amount of games on my shelf that I feel like I need to go back and play. Um, So, first last night, because for some reason I think I talked about it last week, I decided that I wanted to play it again. I was playing Guitar Hero Metallica again. And I feel the need to reiterate that that is definitely the best Guitar Hero that Eversoft has ever done. Mm -hmm. And it's... One of it's just really good song selection and just really good note tracking and note charting and I like Metallica. <laughs> yeah, definitely.
0: Like anytime we play Rock Band or Guitar Hero, like some of my favorite tracks were the old Metallica tracks from like Ride the Lightning or Kill 'Em All.
2: And it has those. Yep, so fun. Um, and it's just like you can tell that a lot of care went into it. Like this was the Guitar Hero game where they didn't feel feel like they were working on the Chain Gang. Like on a fucking twelve month uh, production I don't think schedule. Yeah, you, uh, you better do that with Metallica. I mean yeah. Well no, it's not it's not like they, they felt like they were forced. They weren't like a work gang. It's they they really enjoyed what they were doing. Like I tweeted last night and This someone, is all your
1: speculation.
2: Well someone from Activision QA like tweeted me back and said, Yeah, we were all super into it, like we were the ones that suggested there was a die chant during Creeping Death and I was like, Exactly, because there are Metallica fans fucking everywhere. <laughs> But uh, but yeah. So Metallica, Guitar cool. Metallica is the good guitar hero licensed title.
1: I realized. Are you? Were there other games you still had? Because I realized that there was one I did not talk
2: about. Um, what didn't you talk about?
1: I did not talk about IL2 Sturmovik Birds of Prey, which is the uh, which is a little hardcore for a lot of people. But I I feel like, um, those IL Sturmovik games are super hardcore. Like they are super I, hardcore. I can't, right? I I mean, can't like play them. <laughs> the, the ones that they were published in america by ubisoft for pc
2: mm-hmm. um do we have time to do it justice
1: yeah okay uh so it's just like you know the pc ones were super hardcore realistic sims so the the 360 ps3 one which is birds of prey is uh is kind of like they added an arcade mode to where it's it's closer to like uh blazing angels. blazing angels as far as mm-hmm. the flying goes it's, still, not it's still way more realistic as far as like like, your plane can get shot, like, in the steering column, and then you can lose mm. steering. Like, just steering. Wow. Like, stuff like that. Like uh, <laughs> And then it has, like, simulator mode, and then above simulator is realistic. So it's like, and in realistic mode, there's, like, no outside the ship view, only cockpit. <laughs> and, and like, uh, it, it's it's hard when you're playing realistic to not fly, like, for, for, like, ten seconds and... and <laughs> Sorry, someone just hawked a luggage outside our door. Right, it one. could be the right.
2: buffalo upstairs. It's it's,
1: it's far it's hard enough in a realistic to fly like 100 meters without stalling. Jesus. Because you'll like try and do a turn and be like, nah, you turned way harder than this plane could do, spin out. You feel like your the head. Wright
2: brothers trying to learn how to fly their plane.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it, it is it is crazy. But when you're playing on the arcade mode, I checked out the multiplayer and stuff. And the multiplayer with, has a lot of potential to be really cool. In the same way that you like might like aerial battles in Battlefield 1943, like, when you're doing like these multiplayer modes and Sturmovik, because there's like such a crazy selection of World War II planes, you can literally fly where like people are doing like, and there are missions like take out the enemy ground targets, and they have to take out enemy ground targets. So if you're playing with like a full 16 players, I could see how it could be really cool because then like Arthur could be like really good at bombing, and he could take a bomber, and then the rest of us could take fighters and cover him. Like it's just gonna matter like with how full we game is. And I could have is. gunners.
2: I always wanted tail gunners.
1: Well, there there are tail gunners, but those aren't controlled by you; those are AI controlled. So, bummer. Yeah, but it, it is. It is really fun, and the single player is kind of cool doing the single player missions and stuff. I just think if you're into like flight sim style games like Blazing Angels and stuff, you could play this. And, and if you want to get really hardcore,
2: I'm just waiting for the inevitable complaint that always follows whenever there's a good flight multiplayer game that comes out, which is people bitch saying, when's the next Crimson Skies gonna come out? So
1: the only, the one bitch part I will make about this though is that, is that some of the multiplayer modes aren't that fun like the one where you have to capture the airstrip by landing on it, which is like a battlefield, like tick them away by capturing it mm-hmm. but to land, but once the only way you capture is by landing, so then you'd have to sit there in the airstrip and do like nothing
4: <laughs> while people are
1: coming down and shooting you and the other part about it is that it is the hardest game to land a plane in since the Top Gun for NES wow so if that throws you back like, <laughs> it does Top Gun was like impossible to land in <laughs> and this game is easily like you'll be like alright and it'll be like I got this I'm totally coming explode like, when we were playing multiplayer <laughs> it was literally just a a scrolling thing of so and so explodes so-so kills himself so-so explodes (laughs) because everyone was trying to land to capture the airstrip and after a while it just got kind of embarrassing I mean you have to understand
2: that a lot of the people that are into the IL-2 games are the same people that like your old roommate Brian would like sit there and have a boner for six hours flying across the Atlantic in flight simulator which is the
1: weird thing to me because this il two Stormovic Birds of Prey thing is not coming out for PC it's PS3 360 which maybe that'll do really well in Russia because it's being published by 1C who's a Russian company but it's like, here in America, it's
2: like... Isn't there a version of it coming out for PC? No. Not that I've seen. Wow.
1: This is a... There are going to be a and there's lot
2: a, of pissed off people about that. And there's that. a PSP and a DS version.
1: But there is an IO2 game coming out this year for PC. I think it's called IO2 Battle, Battle Britain. Oh, okay. So.
2: That's fine, then. Yeah.
1: It's just that this is the one they were, they're trying to get
2: onto the PC. And the PC market. players will just, like, sit there in their little corner, like, rocking back and forth, saying they're better.
1: And, the game looks beautiful. <laughs> I will say that. Like, to me, it looks like... It looks like the program that they should be using to redo, like, battles in that dogfight TV show. Like, it looks that good. Like, mm. especially when you're flying wow. over, like, the, the the French countryside and stuff, it looks like it could be used to do simulations like that. So, that's why... I, I'll buy it when it comes out, probably, just because I kind of have a... I like the single player a lot from what I've played. The multiplayer.
2: Ah. Mm.
1: Fair enough. We done for this behind. segment?
2: Yeah, because the only game I have left Plays into the next segment Alright, so. we'll wait uh, we we'll right back We'll be back We'll right back
5: <sighs>
3: Closing the door. Yeah, We've already started recording. Because, no, we're background gonna have music. Gonna, the background sounds are awesome. Yeah, we're gonna, gonna have scre- kids scre- screaming.
2: Screaming
3: children neighbors. Yeah. It just adds flavor. Uh, so we're back to talk about flavor flavor. I actually don't
1: even know what our middle segment is today. I retweeted it. You motherfucker. I just didn't pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> um you know, we're here to talk about some shit. You're a
3: professional.
1: No, actually, I do. It's, it's <laughs> what we've been doing to fill the time, and now that the big releases are out, and we're waiting on more big releases. Right.
2: So, do we want to start our comments or go around the room?
1: Let's start with a
0: comment because you know, like we began with all of us.
2: There's still two let's biscuits from, left. I just want really to run. can I have one? Yeah. <laughs> Matt, you can kill the biscuits if you want. <laughs> I bought good, them man. for you guys.
0: <laughs> thank you. I'm all right, thank you. I have a um white chocolate.
2: Reese's. This is a pretty good one. Mm, uh, this is from Jason who says the, the drought which is I guess the word what we use to describe it July is always the, the worst month of uh, for rain uh, the drought has been more of a blessing than a bad thing for me I've been able to catch up on a lot of games I've missed including the original Overlord, Mirror's Edge Battlefield Bag Company and Resident Evil 5 really Resident Evil 5? Oh, that's a good list uh, I look forward to this point every year as it's my point to catch up from the overly crowded holiday season. Plus, most of those games are substantially cheaper six months down the line. <laughs> that is correct, uh-huh. sir. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Good on you. I'm, We're just, up, my I'm picturing, like, I kind of miss summer vacation in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, I <just> don't have, <laughs>
0: right, yeah, it's like, not. it's not fair being adults, you know, we have to work through summer.
1: Yeah. I don't look forward to any, like, multiple month span where I'm just like, or even a week christmas break kind of but i usually have family shit that i'm doing so i just i miss not having like a like an extended period of time where i i don't feel bad laying around my boxers playing games for 12 hours a day
3: (laughs) i did uh, last year i did the whole family thing on thanksgiving and informed all of my family that i would not be doing anything over christmas and it made for a very nice like personal at home christmas holiday
2: You've been very intimate with that mic
3: today, man. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> well, part because of the thing is the chair, keeps slipping, the chair out keeps looking at hard. clip in
1: hardcore right now. Uh, that's probably me because I was leaning into the mic. <laughs>
2: no, Anthony. Oh, this thing, thing I'm, I'm doing probably. is making the mic act weird. Fun. I should do it more.
0: But man. all right, okay. But right. the listener mentioned that he was <laughs> playing Resident Evil Five. That was yeah. a game that I passed up too. Did all of you play Resident Evil Five? Oh, yeah,
2: yeah we got really... into the big
1: race oh, in you, Resident Evil topic. You haven't played Resident Evil Five. Nope. Oh, today you're going to borrow Arthur's copy, and maybe we'll do that while Arthur's a Comic-Con. <laughs> He's playing, well, Dead,
4: playing Space. Dead Space right now.
2: <laughs> mm. Too bad. <laughs> He's also got UFC and prototype. <laughs> Which prototype
5: don't care about.
2: UFC. Well, fine. You can give it back to me, so I can not care about it. I will.
3: (laughs) I need to. Sorry about that. Yeah, I'm actually can overlook prototype pretty easily.
2: Yeah, I'm really glad that you have my copy of prototype, so I didn't look at the wall and say, "Oh, well, I guess I should play the new one." (laughs) Because I just, I didn't like. I see all these people saying, "Man, prototype is so good," and I just, I don't don't get it. it. Like, I understand the concept of people thinking that. All this list of things that you can do in Prototype is awesome, but Mm -hmm. the execution is just... I've never seen so much destruction be so boring.
3: (laughs) Well, especially when you've got Red Faction to play.
2: Yeah, although...
3: the destruction is fucking awesome.
2: People have been pointing out that this has become the Red Faction fellatio show. So It is... It I'm sorry. That, I'm sorry
3: that the game is so good. I mean, right. it
2: crept into the top ten last month.
3: Uh huh. Wow. Number ten crept
2: into the top ten. <laughs> Jason Wilson could be listening, and I don't want to. Disappoint.
0: Yeah, and I, I had a feeling Prototype was going to be really popular with just you know just the mass. I, to me, I looked at it. You it's know, so
2: targeted to definitely. a demographic. Yep, has mass market appeal,
0: and that's why it was number one spot on MPDs. Hmm.
2: Wow.
0: Okay. It Was number
3: one.
4: Yeah.
2: Number one. The 360 version. Yep.
3: Well, I mean, like, I don't think uh, it It definitely d- doesn't deserve a number one place in terms of quality, but the fact that it was so popular might mean that, all right, well, the next one will have a bigger budget and a longer time to finish it, and the next one could be really good.
1: Yeah, I mean, Volition's never made anything that felt, like, super, super high budget. Like, even Red Faction 2 kind of had that, like... A lot None. of people
2: really, like, thought a lot of Saints Row 2.
1: But even Saints Row 2 was a good game, but it, again, like, Red Faction, a good game, but it didn't, it kind of had, like, not the same polish that, like, GTA has. Oh, yeah, has.
2: there were, like, I mean, right. they've always had a lot of technical issues. That's In that what respect, I mean. Red Faction is really surprising. It's, like, their most technically solid game, while being their single most ambitious title. Word. 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 What Nerd. else does people say? What other games? Uh, Explosion Man, plain and simple.
1: Yeah, that's what you'll think, and then you'll play. That's a game that you can only play for like an hour at a time,
2: though. Before Maybe you want to so? hurt something.
1: Me, yeah, I can't. I can't play it for like. Oh, and I also discovered that if you die enough on any given level, it offers you like the way of the coward. Did you, that ever happen to you? No. You have to die a lot.
2: No, and, and, then, on, and
3: it'll I just let you go to the next level. Yes. Wow, that's awesome. And ninja
2: guidance you. <laughs> if, Does it if, make you wear a girly dress? Right. No, it just, it
3: just tells you. You can take the way of the coward if you want.
2: That's what it did. Right. Are you
3: saying that girls can't play hardcore games?
2: No, I'm saying that there's a stereotype that girls can't play hard games. <laughs> like, in Ninja Gaiden Black, if you died a lot, it would give you Ninja Dog mode, but you had to wear, like, a pink band around your arm, I think. Oh, it did that? Yeah. I didn't know It that. was an item you could put on that made you more powerful.
3: Ah. Uh, well, hmm, yeah, that's... Itagaki a misogynist? Yeah, who would have
2: thought? a uh, second Connor's Explo- explosion man comment. Uh, Slow period, pish posh. Explosion been <laughs> rocking it. Droplets, Battlefield, Secret of Monkey Island, and now Explosion Man. Well,
1: really, this is the best time that you can release games on XBLA and not have them get ignored when
2: totally. there's no retail releases coming. Yep. So, and also <laughs> apparently to have Microsoft really put marketing behind them.
3: Well, they're. I mean, they're they're doing it at the right time of the year. I just wish that they were doing more with community game stuff.
2: Although, uh. They're, they're relaunching community games. retail game's all.
1: actually out right now mm-hmm. during the slow time. Uh. That little King Story game just came out, and I heard that's good for Wii. It is. I'm playing it.
2: So. <laughs> it's
3: actually good. That's. You was... and
2: probably 50,000 other people during its lifetime. Yeah, maybe.
3: <laughs> Which is sad. I'm hoping that more people want to pick it up because it's, uh. It's kind of a cross between Overlord and slash Pikmin and, uh. like a Civ City kind of game. And if you if you've got a Wii and you're not really, and, and Wii We Sports Resort is really good too, but Wii Sports Resort is the kind of thing that I can't just sit down and play for six to eight hours. But Little King Story totally can. That game it was a big sleeper hit for me.
1: Yeah, that's three, just like one of the only games releasing this month of note.
2: Yeah. I have three words for you, Matt: mm-hmm. Zach and Wiki.
1: Zach and Wiki.
2: But that can mm-hmm. no new
1: copies of that out anymore.
2: So. Well, no, I'm not saying to buy it. I'm saying that that is the fate that lies ahead for Little King's story.
1: Oh, um, okay. I don't know. Little King's story sounds better than and more approachable to a mom, I think, than Zach and Wiki.
2: Fair enough. So, um, what about you guys, Tyler?
0: Uh, yeah, and uh, Anthony actually, when 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 you guys set me up with a PC, sort of gave me an onslaught of. PC games (laughs) and uh, I guess with all the Battlefield hubbub going on I wanted to see what Battlefield 2 was about and Mm kind of check out modern combat Mm -hmm. so I sort of installed that on my PC and uh, jumped into the single player and was messing around with it and you know adjusted to the controls pretty quickly and you know there's like six different classes which I enjoy and a lot of different vehicles like all kind of really really cool you know deep Battlefield gameplay which I was really excited about and so I tried to jump into a multiplayer server but I kept kept getting kicked by the punk buster saying i was Whoa. cheating or something <laughs> really but, yeah and so i was like looking on the the forums and and you know i'm new to pc gaming so i'm sure i'm gonna come off as an idiot what's video, an but...
2: any file
5: <laughs>
0: yeah right and uh you know i was like reading like a lot of a, a lot of the rooms would have stuff turned off like you know you can't jump in the room or you can't mm. you know can't pick a class that has c4
2: welcome to the dark no. side of pc gaming i was like Tyler. what yeah. is
0: this bullshit
2: that's why Can't women jump in a game. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you're gonna tell me how I'm gonna play. Well, it's because people would find the exploits. exploits. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not saying yeah. that they that. These are people. These are just like you're playing with the hardcore people that are still playing. You and know, so that at this point, they they're, they're all, gonna crack down.
2: All the obnoxious shit that people do in like Call of Duty Four or Halo Three. Mm-hmm. Now, imagine if you could prevent people from doing anything that could even lead to that. Right. So I don't know.
0: I never mind any. Much an obnoxious favor,
1: right? Well, obnoxious, not even obnoxious. Like people going outside the level, exploit right, like that. Yeah, yeah.
4: that's yeah. I, could I could understand. I could understand that. So but, that's um, why they
1: disable jumping because they're like, now you're not even going to be able to sit there and try and get over that wall, fucker.
4: So,
1: <laughs> um, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying right.
0: That. So yeah, you know, and I, I, I think I tried about four times to jump into a game, and uh, and I guess when I would get one kill, their system would recognize me and boot me.
1: Every time Lower, I dude. get
0: one kill, wow! I'd be like,
1: that sucks. Did you not have the latest version of Punkbuster or some shit?
0: Me, mm-hmm. man, I don't know,
1: dude. <laughs> I
2: don't know. Okay. What the fuck? Welcome to the dark side, of right. yeah, yeah. I just
3: wanted to play Battlefield. That's an, that's another reason why, when I play multiplayer games, I I love just playing them through Steam, is because I know everything is going to be patched up to the latest whatever, and it's going to work.
2: Yeah. As well as it can. As well as it can, yeah.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, the, that what you were talking about with those custom server settings, Tyler, that's the same reason why. I've been playing a lot of Team Fortress 2 the last couple of weeks, because like, um, I was like, man, I never did go get all those medic achievements and unlock all the extra medic stuff, because the medic was always my class. So I just started doing that. It's just as fun as it always was. and Only now it's even more fun, <laughs> because there's uh, the new maps and and the experience system and unlocking new weapons and shit like that and i'm having a really really good time with it but um their their new server browser the steam server browser i hate it (laughs) and like because it just brings up the the levels the 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 servers and it shows you know what maps are loaded and their server name or whatever, but I can't sort by ping or number of players or anything like that anymore. I'm like, what the hell? Why did they take that out? That pisses me off to no end. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. But I'm always but I always make sure that I'm only going towards <laughs> ones that are like you know stock valve map rotation that kind of stuff like i don't go to any of the the custom servers and any of that kind of shit because i never know what they've done to it to ruin the game for me
1: yeah i mean uh left 4 <laughs> dead has that going on too like my friend was saying that his problem with left 4 dead on pc right now is that uh you know he's having a hard time finding valve run servers at this point they're all private run and he says sometimes they do weird shit like make the tank move at a million miles an hour or but he said some of them are really cool because he did one where like you had the option of crawling when you weren't shooting. So like mm. if you got downed, you could sit there and slowly move towards your friends and <laughs> get <So> revived.
4: Cool.
3: <laughs> yeah, but like, sometimes those custom servers and sometimes... like and I'm sure that if I play enough TF2, I'll get bored enough with the Valve maps that I'll start playing the custom servers again because some of that oh, no. stuff really does pop up and it can be awesome.
2: Like I, I understand that like user-generated content is the current thing that everyone is trying to bring in, but I'm... Uh, a lot of times I feel like... I don't want this to be taken the wrong way, but I'm like, fuck users. I want content the designers made because they made it knowing what was going to be fun as opposed to what sounded good in but, chat. But well, sometimes... Not, you know, sorry. Uh, I was going
3: to say, it's not just the the current thing. I mean, when you're talking about games like Team Fortress 2, that's the way it's always <coughs> been. The, like... You know, as far back as I can remember, there's been uh, you know mutations in Unreal and the custom map downloads for the Half-Life games and Quake games and stuff like that. That's just the that's just the way it is on the PC. So, I mean, the, if you're if you have, I, I think that's probably one reason why they changed the server browser to be because you know because all of the all of the maps that that are valve approved they all load at the that are valve maps they all load at the top and they have a screenshot associated with them and all the custom ones have like this generic kind of
2: it's like the wild west
3: yeah exactly and so you know what you're hopping into just by looking at the server server browser i just wish that they hadn't taken out all the features that i actually use like my custom features and sorting my ping and stuff
2: like that
1: and to go back to what you said sometimes uh user-created content does lead to developers taking that idea and refining it. Like,
2: exactly. Like
1: Rocket but, Race and Halo's a great user-created mode, right? And that's...
2: Yeah, I think, but I feel like those are so few, far, far, few and far between. And also the way that Halo enables user-created content is so simplified that their ability to break the game is set at a very low barrier, as opposed to say making the tank run a thousand miles per hour. Or a
1: Little Big Planet. That's yeah. another game that does user-created content, right? Yeah. So I
3: mean, it just there needs to be an easy way to sort it when you're talking about, you know, games like Team Fortress Two or Counter Strike or whatever. There just needs to be an easy way to go between stock and custom maps. And a lot of times, you know, the uh, if it's their custom maps, the server will be labeled as such. So you just have to pay a little bit extra
2: attention.
1: What was that eye roll about when I said Little Big Planet?
2: I just feel like there are a lot of levels in Little Big Planet that are crap and then a few that are amazing.
1: Right, but that's why you sort them out by how many people have rated them great. That's sure. how I find all my good ones. Or you find one user, one creator who's good, and you can look at all his levels. So That's a game I really need to play. I need to go back, and just, uh, especially now. There's been some really good ones released. Yeah. like it the has de- crossed a million levels. Yeah, I, I should guess. let you play that. You need to play the Dead Space version of Little Big Planet. It's actually
4: really <laughs> Little key. Big nice. Dead Space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so good. Was
1: fun. So.
0: Yeah, I need to get back into that. I need
3: to finish it. I'm like right at the end, but I've uh, I've barely gotten into that game at all. I mm. feel really bad about it. Oh man. Get up
0: another
2: one, right there. Um This is from Justin Allen. He says, slow period. I feel like I play games a lot and I can't keep up. I have mm-hmm. several games from, my, from way back I couldn't start in May. I'm God. Ugh. Basically, he has a lot of games from way back that he couldn't start and never or never got to finish. Uh-huh. He lists a few. He says, wanted. I don't know that that needs to be on your list, Justin. <laughs> uh, I know for a fact it doesn't. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Uh, lower on the list. Call of Juarez, I really liked. Um, Armed and Dangerous, yes. Yes, please. Armed and Dangerous. Any any game with it. a shotgun <laughs> wins points for me. Uh Salmon Max, sure. Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars, also a good game. Fallout 3 that game is enough to keep you going through like a month.
3: Especially if you're talking about downloadable content.
2: Yeah, that's one of the things that someone else pointed out and I agree with is that one of the nice things about Fallout 3 is that there's been a consistent enough DLC schedule on three sixteen PC where I feel like I can keep going back to that game. Yeah. I mean, Mothership Zeta comes out not next week, but the week after.
3: Yeah. They got to fund all that Rogue Warrior development. Yeah. A week and, what, and a half ago, what, I started, or two weeks ago or whatever, I started because playing the DLC because Mothership Zeta is coming out, and I was like, I don't want to be that far behind. So I, I downloaded and played, um, uh,
2: broken steel
3: uh broken steel and point
2: lookout okay both of those those are the good ones
3: they're awesome yeah. I, don't th- I really like the other two as well but like broken steel and point lookout are definitely a cut above yeah at this point now, i'm waiting to buy fallout until it comes packaged. yeah it, with all it, at the this DLC. point if you
2: don't have fallout mm-hmm. then there's almost honestly not really much point in buying it unless you find it used for like 10 bucks yeah because yeah. it's gonna
1: because the what the other one comes out and it's like the same it's like 60 bucks it's, it's
2: 60 bucks and it has all five pieces of dlc yeah. Yeah, so I'm waiting at this point. Because supposedly Mothership Zeta is the last piece of content that right. they're releasing. Right. But we'll see.
1: Yeah. They gotta they gotta get cranking on
2: fucking the next oblivion. They've gotta get cranking on getting the PS3 downloadable content working. Hmm. <laughs> they got delayed. We a lot of people kept asking about uh Fallout three DLC for PLC Fallout three D L C for PS three. None of us can or you and I YouTube. can't talk today. <laughs> uh and it's been delayed until, I I mean fall is the rough estimate they're giving because Ooh. they can't get it all to work together. I like like N- PS3, which is the same problem that they had with Oblivion. So the same engine issues are presenting themselves again. Mm-hmm. Just because they surprised. deal they deal with DLC really weird. Mm-hmm. Like it loads all of it always loads together with everything else, and there's just not enough memory on the PS3 to achieve it at a playable frame rate like even Don't the 360 work. version like Point Lookout felt like it was the frame rate was not great in a lot of spots And
3: well that was happening on my PC version too and I mean I play with all details maxed it at max resolution and everything like that but all the rest of Fallout runs great but Point Lookout I think it's the I think it's the fog mm. maybe. that does it Cause like as soon as I got into Point Lookout, my my I I dropped probably a good twenty five to thirty frames.
0: <clears throat> Matt, have you, have you ever downloaded any of the armor mods for PC? I saw some. No, I was looking around mods no. for Fallout. And yeah, there's lots That's of awesome. really
3: cool mods, but like uh, I haven't downloaded any of the armor ones because they all tend to not be up to snuff. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'll look at the screenshots or and then they always do things like the power armor is now weightless, and I'm like, I. I want just Power cheats. Armor to be a bird. Yeah, yeah basically just, just
2: cheats. Cheats, hmm.
3: and like I don't, I don't like that kind of stuff. Hmm. I, I, um, the one things I I have downloaded is that I downloaded like a a high res sky texture pack. Uh, I download one which puts um, uh, a better sun. So like when you look at the sun, it has. Uh, You know, it has, like, sunspots and it has a bloom around the sun and stuff like that. It looks really cool at sunset.
1: So the DLC for Fallout 3 for PC, you pay for that through Steam? It's Games for Windows. It's Games for Windows. Oh, okay. So how do you buy it?
2: Through the Games Games for for Windows Windows. Marketplace. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Guess what else has achievements on PC, Tyler?
1: Fallout, Yeah. Whoa! You could even double up all your three. Double ones. up! That's why I'm tempted <laughs> to play through
2: the PC version, so I can play as an evil character and get all those achievements all over all again. All
1: over
0: again. <laughs> I would like to play through... <laughs> how, how, how is the PC version of Oblivion?
1: It's great. It's I have an extra copy here you really? can take. Do yeah.
0: the, p- the achievements... No. Ah.
1: no. That was before were <laughs> yeah. Windows yeah. live yeah. initially.
3: <laughs> the, the thing what they did with... Um, I haven't seen any of these kinds of mods for Fallout, but for Oblivion, I saw a lot of mods that were like, I have a powerful PC, why does this look like like an Xbox game? And so there's a lot of mods for Oblivion, which are, they take the, uh, Oblivion uses this thing called Speed Tree, which is what makes their forest look so cool. Mm -hmm. And so basically, they increase the number of trees by like a thousand percent. At distance too, so that when you're standing on a cliff looking out over over the land, or you're looking over a forest. Instead of on the Xbox version, it looks like you have a forest at your feet, and everywhere else is like a dead zone because yeah. like the trees it's like just a thin out. Patchy yeah. blanket.
0: Now, right. let me ask you this because uh, I, I downloaded a mod for uh, for Crisis that I was trying to work. It was it was like it was like another like sort of graphical enhancement mod yeah. where um where it sort of created like a shadow with muzzle flash. You know, because the muzzle flashes apparently oh, don't create wow. shadow right. in Crisis. But I was having a hard time getting it to work. I don't know. Do you yeah. guys ever find it sometimes It seems like such a minor hard?
2: thing. Yeah. <laughs> like to take a game with such obscene graphics and say, we need to put that up a little bit more. A little bit. Uh, I have another comment, and this one should warm Anthony's heart cockles. Uh, I finally got around... This is from Adam Bird. I finally got around to building, painting my first Warhammer army.
1: Decided to roll as <laughs> the Bretonians.
2: <laughs> not a whole army uh wow. it's fun to build them but i am having a hell of a time painting them i've heard that it's better to paint them before you assemble them and i've also been told that if you paint them no. before you put them together the glue won't stick as well yeah i i never painted them before i put them together you should always you should uh primer the pewter
1: pieces you can primer everything before you put it together but i wouldn't you don't paint it before you put it together yeah. the only things i would paint before you put it together are things like uh A shield. You can paint the underside of the guy's arm before you put the shield on the back of the shield. But I wouldn't. I would put things together as much as you can before painting.
2: Washes and dry brushing are your friend.
1: Yeah, if you want them to look like that, I'm just saying. Like most, it depends how much technique you're actually going to put into it and how much time.
2: It's just easier to pick out details with dry brushing. Like for. It is.
1: I'm just saying again, how much he's going for. Britonians don't have that much to dry brush, anyways.
2: Uh Jetset Lemming reminds us that Bethesda released Daggerfall for free. Oh, wow. And not only that, but there are detailed instructions on getting it to work.
3: Did they did they fix it? Uh what do you mean? <laughs> Cuz Daggerfall even after several patches was still buggy as hell.
2: Um like did you want to be specific about that?
3: It's just crashes. I mean, like the the original Daggerfall was unplayable when it was first released. It had so many bugs. It was fucking a awful. PC game?
2: Yeah. You don't say
3: <laughs> Well, this is bad even for back in the day when Daggerfall was released and you know, it was really, really bad. And so they released like a big patch for it which fixed a bunch of stuff. And I think they ended up releasing a couple others. I can't remember the total number, but like even after all was said and done that game still for some people ended up being totally unplayable. Is think- this in the Oblivion uh, the universe. The, it's like it's in the Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Yeah. The Elder oh, Scrolls I'm sorry. It's yes, the Elder it's Scrolls. It's the second one. It, it's it's Elder the, the first 2. one was Arena. You know. Yeah. Okay.
2: Pretty yes. sure. It was Arena. And then, and then three deck. was oh. Morrowind. Yep. And so on and so forth. Yeah. Man, it's just Oakland ambience nonstop today. <laughs>
3: uh,
2: Aaron M says I don't play the vast majority of releases anyway, so I've just been playing games. Hell, I still haven't finished this copy of Bioshock that's sitting on top of my 360. <laughs> For shame! Aaron. I still
3: haven't finished Bioshock.
0: Uh, I don't know, it depends. If you played up to a certain point, I'd say you could could have your fill.
2: After meeting Ryan.
0: Maybe even a little bit after that.
3: I already know the twist in the game. Mm -hmm. Can't exist this long without having heard about it from somebody. Mm
2: -hmm. So what are non-game things that people are doing? Reading. What books are you reading, Matt?
3: Um... I was reading. Uh, I, I ran out of free stuff to download on my Kindle app for the iPhone, <laughs> but then they just put up a Star Wars book, so it was for free. So I was like, Shit, "Which Star I'll Wars book?" That one. Um, it's like something about the Sith. It's like the first book of some Sith series. Hmm. Um. I don't remember, I don't remember which one it was. And uh, then I. Then they had this other book uh, downloaded uh, called F- "It's Free." The title of it is Free, and it's about how people expect free content on the internet and how the, the modern business way of giving stuff away for free is turning out to be far more profitable than charging for things. When you give away stuff for free and then you charge for a different level of service or you charge for other kinds of services that you offer, so it's was uh, that, I figure it's particularly relevant to what we Was that written do.
0: by one of the editors of The Wire? Of Wired. Of Wired, yeah, it was. Wire. it was. It was. Yeah, it's written by their EAC,
1: yeah. I think. Is it? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think I heard an interview with him on Fresh Air. Ah. Yeah, it's like the
0: old concept of uh, razor blades, right? Give them the... Ray. Give them the... Yeah, it's funny because, like,
3: in the first couple chapters, that was an
2: eloquent explanation. (laughs) In
3: like the first chapter of the book, it talks about the razor blade thing and how like the razor blade thing is old school, but here's the new school way that they're doing it. Yeah, Yeah. that was actually
0: one of the first first instances of that sort of business
3: model. Reading Star Wars: The Lost Tribe of the Sith, Book
2: One. That is not the only piece of disposable entertainment trash that Matt is (laughs) filling his time with. (laughs) That's true. True Blood. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm watching the I was watching uh yeah, the first season of True Blood.
2: It's really good.
3: Alright, I
1: guess what time is your flight? Uh nine thirty. Yeah, we should wrap this up then.
3: So I'm You're going playing, to Comic Con.
2: I am going to Comic Con. Which That's is interrupting awesome. me playing Fable, which was my uh Fable two, which is what I'm uh doing to occupy the dry spell which,
1: which then Arthur can come back next week and tell us about like the two seconds of video game related stuff he got
2: to so, see there are so many games <laughs> on the floor
1: there are some Comic-Con. but most of the video game stuff's actually going on today
2: so, have and you been you, to Comic Con before?
1: It, well I'm saying most of the video game stuff though is today, and by invitation only.
2: No, but I'm I'm saying that just on the show for it's... Oh, I mean, there
1: are games, but it's stuff that everyone's already seen. I'm saying, like, the newer games and stuff a lot of times. Like, they don't typically do, like... Like, I'm saying just from the P- PR blast things we get, if you want to see, like, the stuff that hasn't quite been shown before. Because this is the stuff they showed at E3 that they're then going to show publicly a lot of times, stuff like that, but today is Activision and EA's events, so... But yeah,
3: that reminds me. Another game I want to play is The Sims Three. Haven't gotten Which around to play that one yet. Sold
2: obscenely well last month. Of course it did. It's The Sims. Yeah, Fable Two just feels like it's so light and pastel and pretty.
3: And <laughs> Especially combined, after playing most of the other games. Like from
2: everything year. else I played this year has yeah. been so drab in comparison. <laughs> to the point I'm like, yes, I will chop wood. Chopping yes. <laughs> wood is fine.
3: Fable is an unbelievably delightful game. I played through that whole thing twice last year in the middle of the holiday rush. I enjoyed it so much.
0: Man.
2: Um I don't know, basically the consensus from the listeners is that there's been so many games at the beginning of this year and the end of last year that almost no one is really feeling like they're in a glut. Or in a there's a sorry, of things. Right, play. that's what I meant. Right. Well, take a break. Come back with letters. Even on the jet plane. Really, really.
3: games while Arthur is gone, Anthony. Yeah, we so, that, so, that, so that you don't get lonely without Arthur here. Ah, uh, I'll be fine. But <laughs> <So laughs> we should play some games anyway.
1: What are you doing, Tyler? I
0: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just wrapping my jacket around my microphone. So, uh, <laughs>
1: so this guy's name is Reginald.
2: Okay. Off to a good start.
1: Reginald writes and it says, when you guys have to write a review for a game, do you write notes while playing it? Or do you remember with out notes all the information you want to write down? I used to take notes when I started doing reviews, and uh, now I do not. I don't take any notes whatsoever, unless there's like key things that I think of, like when I'm doing, I'm like, gotta mention this
2: part because it sucked. Or you <laughs> think of something really clever that's biting. But like, basically, interviews. Yeah,
1: I don't really. Uh, I don't take notes. I, I take notes. always take notes.
0: Everything I do, I take notes. I write outlines. To me, it just helps.
2: Tyler takes notes in the bathroom.
1: I guess it's really? like if you're gonna, however, you would do it for a school paper or something. I guess because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wrote, I always took a lot of notes in history class and stuff. But when it came time to study, I never used them. <laughs> so,
3: I did. <laughs> me too. You no, know, whenever uh, um, I when I first started working at One Up, I used to take notes, and but the only I never did written reviews. I only did the video reviews, you know. And uh, after a while, I stopped taking notes, and the last. Probably two or three months, I've started to realize. Okay, I need to start taking notes again because I'm I'm doing so much more stuff in my day to day than I ever was working at One Up. That the I I play a game, I go through it, and then I haven't been thinking about it enough afterwards to have it stay fresh in my mind and talk about it coherently. And so you all, just
2: got so much stuff going on. That... Yeah,
3: and like uh, I I keep seeing myself in uh, like in segments. Um, on our show and afterwards being like, there was so much shit I didn't say Mm -hmm. while I was on camera that I knew I should have said, so I need to start taking notes again.
1: Greg D. writes in, "Uh, the other day I was talking to one of my friends and he asked me if I could completely obliterate one game franchise from existence, what it would be and why. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason I couldn't come to terms with the answer. I kept thinking of all the goddamn chain reactions that would take place, like if you get rid of Halo, what would FPSs look like today? If we got rid of resident evil what would survival horror genre look like so today i pose that same question to you
3: <laughs> it's that's totally the uh it's totally like a but uh shit why can't i think of it now the the movie that's always out at christmas all the time where uh are you talking about like a, a christmas yeah, carol no, no the describe it matt Describe Big? it. I mean, I the, the, the whole, the whole point, where the whole point is that you know, if it, it, the lives of the people that you affect around you, if you weren't actually there. Oh, in oh,
0: oh um, A Wonderful Life. Yeah, it's wonderful. Damn it. Life. Okay. okay. Oh,
3: so embarrassing. Santa um, Claus too. <laughs> <laughs> no? um, uh, but, yeah, all, there's so many games that are like that.
1: You know? One game franchise you could obliterate, huh? How about How about Anubis for Wii? a fucking game yeah exactly you've never heard of it but it's, it's not no a we've talked about this it's, it yeah works. it started with Anubis 2 even though there was never an Anubis 1 <laughs> it's like a cash-in game made by this fucking cash-in company a cash-in
2: on something non-existent it's not like it's based on a property right but
1: that's no. what I'm saying it's just they're just assuming like if we make it part 2 and a part 3 and never a part 1 people are more likely to buy it <laughs> so how about that
3: I don't know I can't think of anything that I would actually just completely wipe off the map. There aren't any games
2: that I hate that.
0: Right, because even a bad game is a good lesson.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's sage advice, Tyler. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's really good. we um, a wise, wise man. Maybe a leisure suit, Larry.
4: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I
1: could kind of get Yeah, behind. that we could <laughs> probably live without, actually, yeah. You well, buy that one. The re- the old franchise games were good, though. They were, no, they, no they really
2: weren't. They weren't that good. They were they were, awful. were they were titillating, and that was it. They weren't even titillating. They were just bad. They you know, were tits. In mio mi pingo.
0: Or what about that one, the guy game? Sort of in the same direction. <laughs> yeah, but
2: I mean, if we eliminated Leisure Suit Larry, the guy game, by...
3: By
0: extension, extension would
2: probably
3: it. never have existed. And maybe we wouldn't have gotten Playboy the Mansion either. Exactly. I like the way this you is going. Where,
2: Now you see where my thought process went. Done. There are many Your branches answers, on the tree. Are, yeah. Right, so
1: this is that guy that asked about Collector's Edition shit. Word. Uh, what do you guys think about that extra stuff that comes with games? I don't mean Collector's Edition art books or action figures. I'm talking about cloth maps or any item that is used while playing the game a while back I read about a game called Ni No Kuni The Another World from level 5 and I knew right away there was very little chance it would ever come to America it seems kind of gimmicky at first but personally I think more games should try and incorporate props to help draw you in or at the very least Go back to the old days of needing to look at the back of the Metal Gear Solid case for a code. Is it is it a money issue at this point, or is it just not a good business idea?
2: I mean, games are moving in that Activision is Careful really pushing in that direction. Yeah, I mean, uh, welcome to Instrument Games and Tony Hawk's uh, Ride
0: and the rumored Modern Warfare Two controller. Whatever so, that you know
2: would what? be. I, I feel like that's like a special edition normal controller as opposed to the <laughs> stupid rifle mock-up that right. Kotaku put up. Right, 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 I'd like to take that rifle and smash someone in the face with it for coming up with that idea.
0: But wouldn't it be hilarious if like they actually really sat and thought it was a good idea? No, it would not be. <laughs> I'd laugh. It
2: would be annoying.
3: There is this old, I, uh, this old game that I used to play over at my friend Kevin's house where... Um, it was kind of like a choose your own adventure thing. It was it was mostly text driven with an occasional graphics, but it also had like two like five hundred page books that went with it that were all filled with descriptions and technical readouts and stuff. It was a space exploration action sim game kind of thing, and uh, I remember thinking at the time how cool it was like going to these books and reading these things and then going back into the game and applying that knowledge.
1: See, I think that that, that that's cool, but at no point do I want to be like. Flying the Millennium Falcon and having to get out like my YT thirteen hundred fucking freighter manual, and being like, "Oh my god, how do I fix this circuit?" Oh my god, I can't
2: believe you listed the make and model of the fucking Millennium Falcon. right now.
3: I probably got it wrong,
2: but I, I, you made it convincing.
3: But this was uh yeah, but that was the point of this particular game. The point of a Star Wars game wouldn't be to do that kind of stuff, you know?
1: Right uh toby writes in and toby says uh, i feel better addressed to you blah, blah, blah. okay a couple episodes ago you were saying how you would be cautious meeting people from mmos while WoW specifically in real life due to some underage sh- shenanigans that's actually not what i was, was meeting, but i just I mean, wanted what? to chime in like you remember how i said like when WoW, like that kid that was in our guild drove up from la and stayed with us and i was like joe what the fuck were you thinking like, cause, vaguely. Like I was like, why would you have some kid come stay with us who was like seventeen or
2: something? Oh, like meeting that. people from the internet that you meet in an MMO.
1: Yeah, and you know, and I spoke cautiously about it. like there was a, when I used to play EverQuest. There was this one guy that always wanted to come over to our house, and he, my roommate at the time, Ian, and we'd we'd always be like, no, fuck that, He's <laughs> not coming to our house. Like out
2: of chat, I imagine.
1: So <laughs> yeah, so it was just like you know, I mean, yeah, I sat next to Ian on our computer, so I was like, no, he's not coming to our house. But he writes in and says, I just wanted to chime in and say that while I do agree that you should, uh, that with it, with you, wait, with you, it should be also be noted. Sorry, it sounds like. You
4: can't fucking speak to You too
1: It should also be noted things can go very well for meeting online friends in real life. Case in point, I currently live in a house with my wife and two other roommates, all of whom I met in while. My wife and I own the house. They are the renters. I would go so far as to say these guys are two of my closest friends now. Before meeting in WoW, they lived in totally different states. One was having life issues due to WoW addiction, and the other had just lost his job and was down. Due to WoW addiction? I convinced them both to move up here with me, and I'm happy to say they are both now gainfully employed in much better places in life. Guess I should have put that in the guild recruitment thread. will help with life repair (laughs) post-wow.
2: Plus, I mean... No, because then you'd sound like a guru and it'd be even creepier. Plus, I mean, since
1: meeting me, my wife has had things much better off with being married to me and all. Um, Anyways, a couple last little notes. I wanted to say you playing your cat last podcast like bagpipes was badass. I do that with my dog. But that was a good tunnel range you were getting out of her.
2: And then he says...
1: He says Tunnel is what he wrote. I just literally read it verbatim. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Tunnel what it should be. Also, I'm just curious if you think you'll be playing Champions Online. I was super into Company Heroes slash COV. S- uh,
5: City oh, of that's, Villains.
1: It's City of Heroes, City of, City villains. of villains. He said COH. Um, for a bit until I realized there's nothing to do after a while, and it looks like Champions is just going to be better in every way. Should tide me over on MMOs until Star Wars hits.
2: Isn't that sort of a thing with MMOs, that after a while there's nothing to do?
1: Uh, it just depends. I mean, WoW's With the done, exception
2: of WoW, obviously, which is why there yeah. are so many fucking people playing and, WoW. And, you know,
1: EverQuest was good about yeah. it, too. That's why people stuck with the original EverQuest for so long. I mean, that game's had literally an expansion every year for like 12 years now or something stupid. <laughs> so, Or at least one or two a year. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I, Champions looks alright. You should read Ryan's preview about it. Ryan knows a lot more about it. I actually didn't get to go see it, but I've heard it looks like it could be cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I read Ryan's Could you previous your sounds bets badass. anymore
3: on that comment? Yeah,
0: I mean, it's made by some of the original creators of a uh, C- City of Heroes in the first place, so
3: I didn't like City of Heroes.
0: Yeah, I mean, but the the listener at least sounds. And it's like it. got Hellgate London yeah. stuff on it. Yeah, yeah Hellgate.
2: Oh, that's yeah. suspicious.
1: <laughs> um, so Aww. Ed writes in. <laughs> oh, Matt. Sad face. <laughs> uh, I wanted to be good too. I did. <laughs> Oh, uh, never mind. I shouldn't even pick this one. Sorry. Ed. <laughs> Butleted. It's not that it's a terrible letter, it's just not good for reading.
2: Does it just consist of dick sucking? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll read that out.
1: Somebody did mention, though, that they said we should find another term other than dick sucking, that you've made the ubiquitous term for that. <laughs> They just said we should find something else. I don't know.
2: <laughs> well, all we get are emails saying, blah, 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 dick sucking. And then they get to the question. Yeah, like this,
1: this one literally from Connor starts off with vigorous dick sucking. <laughs>
4: and then it says, hey, guys. Hey, I guys. I'm not vigorous. I'm soft and gentle. Next
2: <laughs> Next time. <laughs> Slow and steady wins the race. Yeah, hey guys, no you key. sometimes
1: mention playing games online with <laughs> listeners. My question is, have you ever become friends with any of your fans? Do you think there needs to be this professional boundary between you and your readers and listeners? I've run into journalists, podcasters that feel there needs to be a boundary while others jump at the chance to add a friend on Xbox Live. Personally, I think in Enthusiast Press it is more than appropriate to at- interact with fans.
2: I think it's good to interact with fans. I I just... I think I mean, it's the
1: fans, but I don't. I typically don't add anyone to my friends list that I don't really like
2: know in real life. I mean, a lot of us have a lot of people on our friends list that we know. Unfortunately, friends lists have a limited amount. And I don't know. It is a
1: hundred, but yeah. I mean, I I, I don't. Know.
2: It's just like, I don't add people on Facebook or or whatever or LinkedIn that send me requests. So I don't know them because I just their boundaries.
0: Like, yeah, especially something like Facebook or LinkedIn, you don't want.
2: It's just like it's not. Like, oh, I think I'm better than you. It's just like, oh, th- this is my my personal life. It's like there are things that I don't talk about on the podcast. That
3: are what I would, what I would, personal. What I would prefer would be to have a, a gamer tag, a gamer tag, a public gamer tag, and a private gamer tag. You know, like that the
2: share achievements. Yeah,
3: that share achievements would be nice. Yeah, but like the a public gamer tag where I could play with you know anybody in, like anybody who wants to be my friend, I could play with them, but you know, when I'm I'm just trying to jump into a game with my friends, I don't want to get a bunch of requests from people that I don't really know and might not want to play with, and then have them have hurt feelings when I ignore
2: the requests. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say that we're mad when you send friend requests. No, not at all. Right.
0: I can say like after I joined this show, I probably had like before I joined, I had maybe like 17 friends, but afterwards, I guess just being on a lot of, I have a lot of friends requests, so now I have like 100 friends, and they're mostly listeners. Mm -hmm. And uh, for the most part, I don't mind it, but you know, sometimes even when I'm playing Battlefield Online, um, if I'm not playing with my regular regular crew, I just want to play by myself because a lot of times when we play with like listeners and stuff, they just want to like chat about like games, what's coming out, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, I'm playing fucking Battlefield, dude. We ain't talking about games. Right now. Like, let's get serious. Let's call out some positions. Let's move on some cap points. You know? Yeah.
2: Like, fucking I don't want to be fucking. Oh God. God, I wish I could. Like get a plane in that game and have it fly a banner over the island. saying, you're supposed to be capturing. How <laughs> they should
4: banners <have> <laughs> in that fucking game.
2: That's a great. I would idea. be the guy waiting for the plane on the carrier if yeah. I could do
3: that.
1: So, so Je- we'll make Jeff's letter the last one. Jeff writes in and he says, uh, "I was hoping some of you could share your wisdom with me. I'm starting college this fall at the University of Minnesota, and I'll be staying in the dorms. Me and my friend are rooming together, and I'm really excited." I think it'll work great. However, I've heard from everyone that rooming with a friend is a bad idea. While it's too late to change, and I wouldn't even if I could, I was hoping you guys could give me some advice on how to make it work or work better or any advice or stories that could help. Uh, so I will just say that I went to I went to college and roomed with my friend that I have had since seventh grade, and we never had a problem. We roomed together for all four years of college, mm-hmm. but me and him also had a, a very special chemistry where it just worked like that but I think the biggest thing you guys will will need to make sure you maintain is fucking space if it becomes an issue make sure that there are times that if you guys have a hard time living around each other you should find hobbies that you can do not there
2: maintain understanding like get it through your head that just because you want something to be one way doesn't mean that that's how everyone else does it and that it's not the end of the war like you need to pick your battles it's like a relationship (laughs) (laughs)
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Pick your battles, because I mean, like I think Anthony and I managed to be roommates and remain friends pretty well. But I've definitely had a friendship that was destroyed by being a roommate with them completely.
3: See, I've the only experience, the only bad roommate experiences I ever had were living with people that I didn't know beforehand. Yeah. Anytime I've lived with a friend, whether it was a dorm in college or afterward, it's been great. So all those people that are telling you that. You shouldn't live with your friend. I, I'd say that that's bullshit. You know your relationship with your friend better than any of those other people do.
0: I mean, as long as you have like compatible personality types too. Like, um, like if you're, if you're, you know, if you're an extreme Type A personality, wouldn't be good <laughs> to meet up with an extreme Type B. Me yeah. and we
1: were like equally reclusive and equally into playing EverQuest for hours at a time. And, <laughs> so,
2: and mm-hmm. your neatness level should be more or less compatible. Yes, as well. Yes,
1: yeah. I think that's extremely
0: important, actually, because yeah, like. The first person I moved in with was uh, the singer from one of the bands I played in for a long time, and he, he like me, you know, maintains a very like high standard of cleanliness and design. Like our apartment looked like I, I, I bet people thought we were a gay couple because our apartment was designed <laughs> so well and always so nice. <laughs> I still
2: think you're a gay couple. Tyler.
1: Yeah, Tyler, you should come fucking redo our place for right? us. <laughs> <laughs> but, I,
0: but yeah, it, it's. It, it, I mean. Just judge your compatible, uh, compatibility, but, but the reason why I say, you know, not just because you're friends, would, it, does that mean that you would make good roommates? Because I have really good friends that, you know, I've traveled abroad with, you know, through Europe, and they, you know, it, it, typically the extreme type A personalities are the ones that have the hardest, the most, hardest, the, most pro- the hardest time, yeah, to adjusting to like unfamiliar situations
2: or, uh, you know. Like if you're the guy that doesn't like people touching his stuff. And you are going to have roommate problems. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If you're going to trip over like your roommate like eating a biscuit of yours or something or yeah. like having some of your bread. basically
1: if you're going to trip over your roommate eating a biscuit once that's a big thing but like if your roommate is habitually doing shit that bothers you you should talk to them Definitely. before it becomes something that something so small blows up. That's mm-hmm. that's it. Uh, so the internet can find me at twitter.com/chuffmoney and on gamespy.com where my writings appear. Tyler uh, uh Twitter.com Slash DirtyT And I
0: am I also started writing news Gamespy
5: Woohoo.com.
3: And then Arthur
2: Same old shit Twitter.com Slash A-G-I-E-S
3: Oh, and I'm at Twitter.com Slash Talking Orange And Area5.tv
0: Co-op Area5.tv Watch that shit
2: Area5.tv
5: Right. <laughs> oh, no.